Hi guys, this is Abby with the Smooth Kitty. Let's get into it. Hello, welcome back to the Smooth Kitty. Okay, so today we're going to be going over hormonal imbalance. And again, my source is mainly from Dr. Shana E. Peter. It's it's not just acne book. Okay, and we're going to go over the chapter hormonal imbalance. And again, there's a self-assessment. I'm not diagnosing you, but I am highly recommending you to get this checked out if you are answering yes to most of these questions. Are you frequently experiencing sleep deprivation? Have you ever had mood swings that created problems with your daily functions? Do you experience intense sugar cravings? Do you notice that you have digestive issues like bloating, gas, or or indigestion? Have you had difficulty losing or gaining weight? Do you feel constant fatigue? Are your stress levels above what your body can handle? Have you ever taken an oral contraceptive? Do you suffer from depression or anxiety? Have you noticed hair loss? And do you have food allergies? Working to balance your hormones may be the solution to many of the acne problems you suffer from. So the question is, how do hormones cause acne? Hormonal balance is like a house of cards. It is a delicate and requires just the right positioning of each one to support all the others. If you pull just one of the cards away, the whole tower falls. Our hormones should work together seamlessly. There is a delicate balance that has to be maintained in order for the hormone system to function properly and to fuel bodily functions. Unbalanced hormonal shifts give bacteria an opportunity to overtake the immune system. Some of the triggers are overloading our systems with stress, overloading our systems with sugar, and systemic inflammation. So what is the role of stress? To understand the effects of stress on acne, we first need to understand the physiological implications of chronic stress. The highlighted factors of chronic stress, decrease in mucosal immunity, shifts in the microbiome, increased needs for vitamins and minerals, decreased digestive function, reduced thyroid function, shifts in sex hormone levels, altered glucose metabolism, poor detoxification, increased storage of fat, difficulty losing weight, and decreased sleep quality. Psychological stress slows the movement of waste through the digestive tract, fosters an overgrowth of bacteria, and compromises the integrity of the intestinal barrier. The on and off buttons for stress. The brain initiates our stress response. Whenever you lose something, immediately your amygdala, Amy Gadala, my bad, in the brain stem, receives the information, interprets it, and presses it. It quickly alerts the hypothalamus. The hypothalamus acts as the central commander and sends a clear offer to the nervous system, telling it that you have two options, fight or flight. The hypothalamus also communicates to the autonomic nervous system, the ANS, by controlling involuntary oxygen functions, which is like breathing, um, what's it, your heart beating, blinking. The ANS contains two components, the parasympathetic and the sympathetic nervous system. The parasympathetic is the off button that calms the body down after the danger has passed. The sympathetic is the on button that responds to danger. 
If you've struggled with acne, I'm sure you've noticed how every time you've gotten like a big event coming or let's say like a test is coming up or, you know, like a dance is coming up, something really important, right? You get a zit. We have our stress response to thank for this. I know, so, so gross. During times of stress, our immune system becomes depressed and less able to fight infections. The hormonal system comes into play when the hypothalamus activates the adrenal glands. These glands help manage stress, but are also damaged by stress. Very important point to remember. The adrenal glands produce the three stress response hormones, cortisol, norepinephrine, and epinephrine. Cortisol is our major stress hormone. Cortisol levels increase early in the morning to meet the demands of the day, reaching their lowest point in the late evening through a pattern known as the circadian rhythm. Cortisol regulates immunity and enhances glucose production. It also plays a crucial role in helping the body adapt to stress. The long-term effects that happen when we do not learn how to use the off button. Environmental factors that disturb gut bacteria may affect gut-brain communication, altering the trajectory of brain development and increasing susceptibility to mental and emotional stress. What else happens with prolonged and chronic stress? Various dysfunctions occur when stress disrupts anabolism, a constructive phase during which the body uses metabolic energy derived from nutrients to repair, rejuvenate, and rebuild organs, cells, and tissues. This phase is restorative and occurs during the night. Stress disrupts this crucial phase when catabolism overrides our capacity to restore all of our systems. So the thyroid hormones. It interconnects the entire endocrine system, acts as the body's thermostat and drives metabolic processes in the body. Key player in the house of cards. Remember the cards little thing that I said at the beginning. It's very, very important. Thyroid dysfunction and acne go hand in hand together. So is hormonal acne purely hormonal? Hormonal shifts, either due to the menstrual cycle, puberty, stress, etc., present opportunities for bacteria to travel more easily. During hormonal shifts, lymphocytes are at their weakest, which is lymph cells. Hormone balance and connecting the dots. We have hypothyroidism, PCOS, prediabetes, and diabetes. An important point to keep in mind here is that people often have imbalances in their hormones that do not fit a medical diagnosis but can still cause them to have symptoms. Many who suffer from acne have hormone imbalances that are not severe enough to fit a diagnosis. But if those imbalances are left untreated, that can eventually progress to a full-blown medical condition. Just a second. I need a little water break. Okay. Okay. We have estrogen. Estrogen is what stimulates breasts and reproductive organs and protects their functions. It is a hormonal brain booster. It acts on neurotransmitters and affects cognitive factors such as learning and attention span, memory, mood, sleep, and libido. It preserves bone mass and also the elasticity of skin tone. It ensures the moisture content of the skin. Fun fact. Not only does it dilate blood vessels, it keeps plaque from forming in them. 
It decreases the perception of pain. And then we have progesterone. It is a companion to estrogen. The ovaries mainly produce it, but trace amounts are found in the adrenal glands, peripheral nerves, and brain cells. Along its estrogen, progesterone ensures the development and function of the breast and female reproductive tract. But it does have one function that estrogen does not have. It acts on certain brain receptors to improve your sleep by causing sedation. Progesterone to acne. It is important to note that it increases sensitivity to insulin and helps thyroid hormones function. Helps us use our fat effectively. Because of this and because it lowers triglycerides, it blocks arterial plaque formation, helping the cardiovascular system. Fluctuations in progesterone levels occur during the menstrual cycle, and that's when many women experience breakouts. And then we have androgens. They play a key role in reproductivity in males and females. Testosterone, DHA, sorry, DHEA, and androgens on whatever. I don't know how to say that. It's okay. In females, androgen is converted into estrogen. Helps regulate organ functions outside of the reproductive tract, including the kidneys, liver, bones, and muscles. Androgens can be a precursor of acne, and high levels of androgens can also be correlated with blood sugar problems. Testosterone. Beth met both both Beth. <laughs> it's okay. It's fine. Maybe another freaking water break would help. Yeah, it's helping. Okay, so testosterone. Both men and women have testosterone. And it has a protective effect against cardiovascular disease in both men and women. It enhances libido and sexual response. Strengthens ligaments, builds muscle and bone, assists with brain functioning, and is associated with assertive behavior and a sense of well-being. In both genders, influences stamina and restful sleep. Fluctuating levels of this hormone in males is associated to acne in men, and high levels of androgens can be correlated to blood sugar problems. The DHEA. I'm not going to even attempt this word. Just look it up if you want to you see what it actually is because it is a very big word and I don't know how to pronounce it. I could totally look it up on Google, but I'm probably just still going to butcher it. So DHEA is most plentifully circulating hormone in our bodies. It is very important because it protects us against the effects of physical stress. It is produced by both the ovaries and the adrenal glands, and smaller quantities of DHEA are produced in the skin and in the brain. Increases a sense of well-being, decreases pain, and enhances immunity. Can be converted into its companion hormones, estrogen and progesterone. Oh, excuse me. Okay. I just feel like I'm running a marathon with all these words. Okay, then we have glycemic index and acne. Acne is often referred to as the diabetes of the skin. In order to balance your hormones, you must balance your blood sugar. Blood sugar is looked at in black and white terms. You either have diabetes, prediabetes, or you don't. Having a low glycemic load diet in the average American diet reduces acne in both men and women. And then PCOS. PCOS, polycystic ovarian syndrome, can be brought on by genetics or from disruptions in the circadian rhythm. 
For some women, acne is the first noticeable signal they get that they are developing PCOS. Over time, decreased sensitivity to insulin, obesity, sleep apnea, cardiac issues, and fatty liver are long-term side effects of PCOS. Connections between acne and the metabolic syndrome. So a study was done at JAMA, JAMA Dermatology. They reported in April of 2016 that post-adolescent male patients with acne more commonly have insulin resistance and maybe pre-diabetic, which are factors involved in metabolic syndrome. Androgens are known to enlarge sebaceous glands. Remember, sebaceous are your oil glands. Increase sebum production, sebum, oil, production and elevate keratin cells in the epidermis. These three factors can cause acne. Impaired hypothalamic pituitary adrenal axis and increase in steroid hormones, insulin resistance, abnormalities in the metabolic profile, which is like a higher BMI, your basal metabolic index, I think, is that what it's called? I don't remember. All of these set the stage for PCOS and are also factors in the development of acne in young male adults. So there you go. That is hormonal imbalance within the body and how it connects to acne. Thank you so much for listening. Please subscribe to this podcast and go follow me on Instagram at the underscore smooth kitty to gain more education about skin, skincare, and content on waxing. If you have any more questions, please feel free to reach out. See you next time.